You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Podcast. It's volume five already. Hey, it's great to be here. <laughs> Andrew sounds a little. Uh, Andrew has like a um, uh, what I can only describe as an air traffic controller setup. I think right now <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> it, this is the first. Uh, this check is, your bearings if you wouldn't mind. I feel like you're uh, you're you're getting into strange airspace. <laughs> you're getting into, you're getting a strange airspace, man. I don't know if I can hang out with you anymore, dude. <laughs> Look, uh, we're up to number five, and I think that I've exa- I've probably exhausted all of my fake stories now. So um, <laughs> maybe we can just like now you got to tell real ones. Now I have to tell real ones. You know, it's like it's like the uh, you know this fucking let's just get real. You know what I mean? This is uh, overnight drive podcast uh, coming to you live from Andrew. Where am I? I just woke up in the van, man. Where are we? Uh, we are in. Uh, we're at the Love's Truck Stop, just outside of Appleton, Wisconsin. Oh, good. I love Wisconsin this time of year. Uh, I especially love the Love's Truck Stop. <laughs> An inferior <laughs> truck stop. But if you need a uh, swastika belt buckle, they've got you covered. <laughs> this is the spot for it. This is I was thinking about that time that uh, we fell asleep in the parking lot just over the Continental Divide in uh, <laughs> what, what fucking piece Mon- of shit state was that? It was like Montana. Montana? Well, it, it was, it was the, the best because... Um, we had been driving, and I was, like, really gung-ho. And that's when I got in an argument with Sean Duty as to whether or not I-90 ended in Montana or some <laughs> shit like that. Because we were in Chicago, and I'm like, I should really take, you know, this other interstate, because this will get us to where we're going, which was Seattle. Uh, and we didn't have a sh- We didn't, you know, this is the wild west of touring, where we didn't schedule a show between Fargo, North Dakota, and Seattle, Washington. And we gave ourselves a day to get there. To Seattle, which is awesome. So, I mean, you know, whatever. We thought we could do it. We did it. Uh, I don't remember playing the show. Uh, I remember getting, I remember Washington State being the hottest state I've ever been to in my entire life. Yeah, well, we, we went during a heat wave. It was, uh, it was a little bizarre. <laughs> and we tried to drink food. Uh, it was funny because we did that drive. Uh, it went, like, we did that on a Friday night or something like that all yep. the way through. Mm-hmm. Spent a week doing, going down the coast, and then did uh, San Diego to Austin the week after. It was the <laughs> stupidest tour I've ever done in my life. It was, you know, but you, we were uh, young, and we had wide, wide eyes uh, at the mm-hmm. time. I re- <laughs> actually remember, that was uh, the first year, that, uh, the first right before that tour is the first time I got a phone that had texting on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so what I did was, uh, while you guys were asleep, I would... 
text like old girlfriends and be like, "Hey, you know, this open on this is literally what I would write shit like this," which is a tie-in to my New Year's Eve, by the way. But I would text like, "Oh, I'm on the open road, and it just makes me really think of like." How much you meant to me, and like I'm really sorry I neglected your affection and shit like that. You know I understand wild cowboy stories. They were always very lonely on the yes. plane, and it makes sense to me now. Oh, but you know what? The sa- even sadder is that a couple girls were like, "Oh wow, you know, yeah," kind of like buy it into it. Who's texting me at three in the morning? Oh, he's in, you know, fucking Bozeman, Montana. Great. <laughs> He's really, he's also really, the same trip where uh, we broke down in Spokane, Washington and had to go to Taco Time. Oh my god, what a trip. Bringing you back to number one, which I'm sure you've listened to by now. Yeah, uh, we broke down. <laughs> we we both got our hair cut by, uh, by ex-strippers. We yeah. went to Taco Time for a while. We got the van working and then uh, it died 20 minutes later in traffic. That was the best. It was the best because I had was brought back like roughly like eight years later. I was brought back to the, like pretty much the exact places I went. When I was in Spokane, so I, but I was still had pride back then because I was I was in my late twenties, still had some pride. So I didn't really tell you guys about that story too much. I just mysteriously knew where I was going in Spokane. I remember, <laughs> yeah, you really you had that place pretty down pat. I guess I know Patrick, why now. I remember Patrick was like, "Where's the riverfront?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, go down there and make a left, and go down a little ways and make a right, and it's right there." And everyone's just like, watch a CD player. Yeah, watch your CD player. God forbid. <laughs> watch out for the uh, watch out for the the gay guy trying to pick you up and bring you to the airport. But um, that Taco Time was was really our salvation. So if the Taco Time company is listening, uh, you can hook us up because that Taco Time sure is better than Taco Bell. I tell you. Really good. There was Taco Time, and then there was that spot in uh, San Diego that had, to this day, the best burrito I've ever had in my entire life. It was like absurd how good it was. Well, if you remember, I love how this is going to be the tour story uh, episode. I don't care. Um, <laughs> it's already, it's already, it is written. Uh, um, we okay, so we decide we're staying really close. I, I forget where we're staying. It's in San Diego. We go there and. This is how young and like naive we were, but they're like, "Wow, you can put French fries in the burrito. <laughs> you can put guacamole and French fries and everything in the burrito." So I think we went. I had one, and then right next door was the greasiest, filthiest donut shop ever. Like not ever, but you know what I mean. And me and Sean Duty, who are no strangers to overeating, uh, we pound two burritos and then we go next door, and I have. T- Two of those, like, cream, cum-filled donuts, whatever they are, cream-filled donuts, which are, like... And and then, uh, strangely enough, I get sick and have to uh, pass out on the couch. But, see, I was a real dickhead, especially about the couch, because I insisted on sleeping on the couch no matter what. <laughs> and, uh, well, you so, did just drive for 15 hours straight, so, you know, yeah, that's what it is. And, and we was... We, oh, yeah, God, there's so many facets. I mean... W- this whole story might take the length of a tour, so sit tight. Um, I would always show up to the place and like try to like sprint ahead of everybody to get the couch, and then like not thinking like maybe somebody will want to sit down or like hang out or anything. <laughs> I would just do like the Greg Luganis fucking dive onto the couch, and then people would have to literally physically sit on me to socialize in the room. <laughs> I've got to find. We have a bunch of pictures in this tour. We've got actually one photo of us from the burrito place looking like the biggest slobs on earth, just mowing down oh, burritos. I really hope. Uh, to find and then that. from that same tour, I've got tying it all together. I've got a photo of you sleeping on a couch from Appleton, Wisconsin, using a teddy bear as uh, as your pillow. <laughs> I got to find these. I'll put these up on that's, the Tumblr when I uh, when I come across a, them. Uh, that actually is on a little no, little scene YouTube video that we made after that tour too. Set to oh shit, that's right. I'll just to, put that up. Uh, Holiday Road by uh, Lindsey Buckingham, the Lindsey Buckingham Band, um, <laughs> which is great. And uh, God, that that video, if we can find it back in the vault. And the YouTube vault is really, really sums up that tour, that first big time tour where we had a real van and we felt like we were adults. That's the tour we went to Revelation. Uh, this is kind of a recap of uh, episode four so far. But, <laughs> 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 we went on, the, we, we saw the sights, we went to a beach and got kicked off. Uh, we played um, Sound and Fury Fest. Um, where Do you remember, was that the same tour that we went to that, uh, again, we, we only have four running themes, when we went to that donut shop 
in Seattle. Two yeah. running themes tied together. Yes. And the it was just run by a really intensely friendly Asian man wearing full face makeup. Uh... Yeah, actually, I think it that's was. Really, it was. It's the closest I've ever been to walking into like a David Lynch movie and just being like, "Oh, this is and, and, this is fucked up, right?" And, and, <laughs> and keeping in, keeping in time with my my weird fucking continuity life, I ended up living a block away from that donut shop when I lived in Seattle. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> when I lived, there's in four Se- places in the U.S. Yeah, really, honestly, and when I live, I mean, the I think for maybe maybe overnight drive ten, I will. Spend an entire podcast talking about living in Seattle with a woman who very much didn't want to date me at all. <laughs> who would come home? You should save that for ten. I actually, what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you two Tylenol PM and not speak at all, but just keep you awake during that. And you're just going to like stream of consciousness style. Just, I really hope you do that. that it was, was it was that, really kind of cold. The, it was colder than it should have been. That was the backbreaker. All right, just to, just to <laughs> fucking just to. Uh, so a little um, little foreshadowing here. That was the fucking backbreaker. That was like maybe the worst ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would. I decided uh, that I was going to quit the band and and uh, under duress. I was dealing with a personality disorder that I had no idea what was going on. I just decided that was the right thing to do. Oh man! And then I we're gonna I, make that one special. I, yeah, I just had a couple was, ideas. We're gonna was, we're gonna make was, that a very special overnight drive. Oh, it's oh my god! Oh, it's just it is like the it makes Spokane seem like a, an episode eight is enough. Like <laughs> it, it was just so. I, I love my dated references too. Like anybody fucking knows what eight is enough is, or like hey, you know, like she looks like she's hot like Cindy Crawford. Man, remember Cindy Crawford what? from twenty years ago? Yeah, I'm going to see. I bet I still have voicemails saved from that oh. tour. I bet I still have. I bet we can create like a uh, a multimedia quilt. <laughs> I guess. Of, uh, so of that, that, yeah, that just tour. To, maybe even just to set the record straight, you know, because uh, I actually heard through the grapevine from an ex-girlfriend who I have mutual, who had, we had like mutual friends or whatever. Of this rumor going around Albany when I left that tour was that I... Somehow, uh, I had left the band when you got when we were in Europe because apparently we were on like a a like uh, we never, we went to Europe. Then there were like four three weeks where we were home, and then we went on a full U.S. tour. But apparently, people in Albany because they care so much thought that we were just on tour forever, man. Like like fucking like fucking like fucking drop dead like on tour for nine months, you know, and. Uh, so that the, the the rumor going around Albany was that I quit the band in Europe and that's where I stayed, man. I'm crazy and I'm a crazy dude and like, um, it, who the, the fuck the, said the, that? The tie-in. This is the great tie-in because my ex-girlfriend, who also didn't want to date me, my most recent ex-girlfriend, who also didn't want to date me, which is a recurring theme. Yeah. Her ex-boyfriend, who she was fucking the whole time, she was dating me. Is like loosely involved in the Albany hardcore scene, and that was the those are the rumors that he heard, and he was using that as ammunition to get her to stop talking to me. Hey, <laughs> I, I heard that dude's crazy. Um, I heard that dude. I just think he's really unbalanced. I think he's really unbalanced. I may it may or may not be true. Well, you know, let's let's like, call let, it what it let, is. Let me let me let me take the role of the that that ex boyfriend dude for a moment, who I've never actually never said a word to. Like, you know, I heard he's really crazy, and he's, like, unbalanced, and, like, I know I live in my parents' basement, but, but, uh... I just don't want to see you get hurt. I just don't want to see you get hurt, because, you know, whatever. That's a whole other story. Um, I'm really, uh, and I don't want to get on that tangent, because I will blow the whole podcast talking about my problems (laughs) and my feelings. I've been really good this week. I haven't posted a pathetic Facebook update at all this week. At all. I don't know, man. There was one today that was pretty quality. What? Which one? I'm, I'm yelling right now. Uh, where is it? I just had it a second ago. It was the uh, the Sadness Plus Hamburgers one. I thought it was great. Oh, dude. You know, the, the, the comic book guy from The Simpsons laying in a wheelbarrow? And uh, I actually stole <laughs> that from one of our followers, one of our Tumblr followers. Oh, is that so right? Thank you very much. Um, and he's staring at the ceiling and he says... Uh, I forget what he said, actually. He says cheeseburgers plus lo- loneliness and cheeseburgers are a good mix or something like that. Yep. Look, 
I just, dude, I just thought it was a cool picture. I don't, I'm not really a lonely guy. <laughs> you know, whatever, man. Life goes on as night fills the day, man. No problem with that. Um, <clears throat> oh, man. Speaking look, of Facebook, so how, so, what, what, what do you got for people freaking out this week? Well, people have been freaking out. Um, uh, I don't know. Let me look at Facebook. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because I become immune to it. Because the, I have a very unique friends list where people uh, are really outraged about the, the really dumb shit. And Justin can back me up on this, man. <laughs> people, we have a Facebook friend pool between the both of us. And people are on some dumb shit. So I usually, it usually just rolls off my back like a duck's back, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of yeah, internal... I had to actively start looking for some things to uh, to keep this fresh. I mean, it's a lot of internal uh, dialogue this week. Like people are like everything from uh, oh, you know, I'm really conflicted whether or not I should cut my bangs. <laughs> to um, isn't it weird that the attorney for the Aurora shooter? Was also on the scene for the fucking Newtown shit. Oh yeah, I love that shit. (laughs) Like conspiracy theory, Uh, fucking bullshit, which Justin loves, man. I will listen to a conspiracy theory all day. I love that shit. Yeah, it's funny. It's not fun. I mean, it's fun. It's not. It's funny, but it's. I actually work. I work in a state office where we get a ton of that stuff, but it's all the weird. Like if if this was like the olden days. It would have been coming in an envelope with like individually different like like you know Sex Pistols fucking poster like in, like different fucking yeah. letters magazine letters posted to the, but this is the future so it comes in an email but it's all like oh my god you know I, I, how dare you raise the tolls as part of the new world order oh, like stuff that's so like exciting <laughs> it's really good. Um, it I seems really like, people, like I, me and Justin should just do a podcast where we just talk about like the fucking the like the, the fucking New World Order and like the fucking Rothschilds and shit. Yeah, uh, honestly, we should, and and Justin can really uh, roll on that for a while, and so can I because I I I went to a state university where people uniformly thought that nine one nine eleven was an inside job. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I urged, I would, there's everything in my power not to get kicked out of school by urging them to grow like a real penis or like pubic hair or like get a fucking real job or like stop caring so much about shit that clearly didn't happen. Like they didn't blow up the Twin Towers. Do you believe that they blew up the Twin no, Towers, no, no, Justin? Yeah, I, I, my number of skeptic fan boards. I, I mean, it's cute, it but it's awesome. not necessarily cool. You know what I mean? Like, Building 7. But what about Building 7? Now we're talking about Building 7. What about the hot dog stand, man? But I, you know, like, um, funny enough, funny enough uh, like Ben Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie raised the 12th man flag on the Space Needle today in support of the Seattle Seahawks. Is that right? So guess, no shit. So, so guess what, indie rock fucking assholes? Too cool for sporto sports fucking jerk offs. Sports rule. I'm a fucking jock, and you can fucking line up and suck my dick. How about that? Because your your messiah fucking Ben Gibbard uses words like fucking. I don't even know what was the one word he used in a song that. Uh, oh my god, I can't even remember now. This totally blows the story. I'm because gonna actually. I'm gonna come out right now. Uh, while you think of that word, I'm going to come out right now and say, as a grown man, 33 years old, I have never yeah. once in my life sat through an entire Death Cab for Cutie song, ever. You know, I, I, uh, I think you uh, think that's good. I, I've listened to many. In my, in my, during my campaign to be completely different than what I am to, to get girls to like me, I listened to a <laughs> lot of Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah, yeah, you did do your homework. Get me started. Yeah, I did my homework. Don't get me started on that. Um, I don't. I don't champion ignorance. Works. I. Uh, I feel like you should know shit. You know, to have it like I, I. I had somebody make me listen to Spoon a few days ago. It fucking suck balls. But you know, I listened to it. Um, but yeah, I. I really like that title of never having heard shit. I feel like I should. Oh, somebody owes me an ornate belt to well, Andrew, uh, to wear for that. You know, when I visit uh, upcoming for either six or seven, I'm going to be visiting, and if we can Hell get the technology yeah. together. We're going to do a Overnight Drive video cast, which is going to, you know, all you fucking women out there who are wondering what I look like and what Andrew looks like, although Andrew is attached. Uh, it's, I'm locked in, man. That's it. It's anyway, all you. 
you can see what kind of fucking beefcakes we are. Uh, super, I'm a, I'm a real stud, uh, honestly. If you know, I mean, right now is perfect. It would be perfect because I'm actually wearing a red flannel, just like a lumberjack, so people can actually and a beard, sporting a beard. When we do that, I'll actually, I'll wear my red flannel too. We'll just we'll, we'll wear the same thing. It'll be really weird and awkward. Well, please have Sean Duty come for that because <laughs> we. Speaking of tour, we have we played a game called Scenario. Now, when you're in a, it's not like a road trip. We're going to Ocean City, dude, and like we can get out at any time. This is business, man. And yep. we have like a 15-hour drive to play in front of 12 people at a fucking veterans hall in and we're late. Tampa, in Tampa, and we're late, and we're in Virginia, so we better hit the gas, and it becomes very <laughs> tedious and boring, and you start questioning your life. You think, no, oh, maybe I should have joined the Army, but, you know, it's way this too late actually, for that. This is actually... This is... An excellent reason for this podcast because when you don't have these conversations, you start to think about your life driving a van at three in the I morning mean, in the middle of Wisconsin. That, that's a that's a rough scene. Essentially, living out of a duffel bag for years. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you worked at a fucking movie theater. And so we 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 paid the cost to be the boss. All right, let me tell you that. Yep. And um, I think we've I've I've moved on to like uh, I I make uh, some semblance of adult money now, which is weird but great. Because I yeah, still, I I'm really still like that the sheltered, the sheltered loser who doesn't really do much. So, I I still spend the same amount of money each week, but there's just a lot more of it to not to maybe spend or not, you mm-hmm. know, which is great. Like oh, you know, if I wanted to, I could buy a, a Lamborghini Countach, but I choose not to. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> okay, so we play Scenario, which is great. Because it, you basically pick on now, not it's usually Sean Duty because he's a great, great straight man. Like yeah. honestly, like Bud Abbott uh, <laughs> from Abbott and Costello has nothing on Sean Duty for being a, the true amazing fucking straight man. Where I'd be like, "Hey, Sean Duty, fuck you," and he'd be like, "Why would you say that?" When I'm clearly kidding, <laughs> it's so good, right? Um, reminds me that one time in the Netherlands, I was like, Sean Duty, why are you ruining everybody's good time? And he thought about it and marinated on it, and then an hour later came up to me and said, why did you say that? And I don't yeah, remember I really what he said, because it. it was a joke, and I don't remember what I said, but it was like, it was weird, like, password fucking game we had to play to get him to tell me. But anyway, let's, uh, <laughs> we'll do an entire uh, podcast devoted to tour stories, but we should play a game of Scenario, <laughs> like... Uh, with Sean Duty because I'd be like Sean Duty, okay, so there's a woman uh, and she's um, super super hot. Uh, she's at a bar. You're at a bar together, and um, you 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 bring her home. You know she's feeling you so bad, man. I can't believe it. You know she fucking oh, she's looks so good. She's got glasses. She's carrying a fucking she's bookish. you know a first edition of fucking in cold blood. I mean she's totally <laughs> your type of girl, man. You know, and uh, but you t- you you make start making out, and you take off her panties, and she has uh, uh, a million spider eggs in her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? What would you do? <laughs> and it goes on and on from there. And then you, based on his answers, you craft the scenario. We must have killed literally thousands of hours of time yeah. playing that fucking game. <laughs> No matter what the weather, and it became like such a thing where it was really it was good to stay up too. Like it was like three in the morning, and be like we'd have that weird post show rationale. Would be like let's just keep moving. Let's just, let's just do driving. it. Let's just go. Yeah, Louisville's we, only like, six hundred miles. Let's just back, make it. Back when we were like too punk to stay in motels. Remember that? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, let's stay at this Walmart instead because there's a fucking red roof in that we can pass the hat and get a room. But no, no, no. We have to have the the true full experience. Not to mention, I haven't changed my boxers in a fucking week, and my boxers have more skid marks than the fucking road does. But that's okay. <laughs> Because that's touring, man, and I listen to Embrace, and that's what we were supposed to do, man, and it's amazing. That's what happens when you make movie theater money. There's uh, there's no red roof in for you. Nope. Well, uh, <laughs> so that's that. So eventually we will um, do some more tour stories, and... Uh, it will, just... uh, we'll, when we get Sean Durian in between games of Scenario, we'll, uh, we'll get his thoughts on some of this <laughs> shit, too. Man, do you remember that? There was that one game of Scenario where... 
Sean Duty was burying a woman with his father while Lane Staley's ghost looked on. That was uh, that was a really good one. <laughs> it was always topical too. It was always like, oh, we're in the Northwest. We have to talk about like, oh, see, you had a choice between fucking Lane Staley and living forever, or fucking Kathleen Hanna and dying as soon as you come. You know? <laughs> he's like, I don't. But he had like a hard time with that. He's like, well, I don't know. It depends on where. We... But he'd be like, it depends on where we are. Like shit. Like, yeah. that. am I wearing a condom at the time? Like it was like a fucking like like, like any any of that shit matters at all. Um, I've been busy on Tumblr. I've been answering questions. I really enjoy our public. I still can't log into Tumblr for some reason. Well, it's driving me fucking apeshit. There's one computer at work that, for some reason, will let me log in, and the rest of them just refuse to. <laughs> well, if you'd like, I can uh, certainly uh, send you these amazing questions. Uh, somebody asked me if I speak German. <laughs> um, uh, somebody, Why? A few people. How weird. A few, yeah, a few people gave me information on how I shouldn't use Nautilus machines at the gym. The okay. subtext is that I'm a pussy. Because I use Nautilus machines at the gym, but um, somebody said that there's a certified personal trainer and they can help me. I don't really. Eh. Um, uh, <laughs> people really ask a lot about the band, like who suggested doing the Wild Wild Life Talking Heads cover, <laughs> um, which is an inter- oh, which is man. which is not a really interesting story. It's uh, a song that uh, this guy Ryan Hex asked us to do a Talking Heads cover, and we decided because we're arrogant fucking pricks. We decided to cover the worst Talking Heads song <laughs> and do it poorly, including badly, and to, including me playing a guitar solo in the middle, um, which is like uh, it's it's beyond bad. And we, I think it was like right at the end of the session, and we're like, "Well, good enough, good enough, you know, let's, let's get out of here." <laughs> and um, well, if you listen back, you, there's a commentary track of you speaking over your solo, being like, "Oh, this is yeah. very bad." Yeah. Oh, awesome! I. Remember- I don't think I've listened to it since we cut it, honestly. Um, to this day, the most creative thing we've done. The most creative thing. It was really a catharsis. We uh, gathered in a... You know, as you... as I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tell the story as through a young emo kid who wants to... Uh, not eat... <laughs> are people still emo kids? I don't know. But a kid in like the Midwest who listens to a lot of Braid and be like, Oh, I bet they like all sat at a diner and like wrote out the ideas for that song on like, napkins and like... You know, like drove all huddled in the same car and listened to you know Broken Hearts Are Blue on the way back to their practice space and like uh, you know and practice all night because they had to get it right and then they went in and cut the worst Talking Heads cover of all time <laughs> and it was amazing. <clears throat> was that that I? Uh, we listened to Steppenwolf and uh, yeah. uh, we didn't practice. We listened to Steppen- We just showed up and we learned it off a of CD that day. We honestly, that's exactly what happened. Andrew and I, I picked Andrew up, we went up there in my old Ford car. I remember we were at Stewart's and we saw Sean Duty singing to himself, driving his fucking car up the <laughs> That was great, because he drove this little car that looked like an egg. It was like a little Toyota. And that motherfucker, we so, I'm like, that motherfucker's singing to himself. Look at him. And he's like, probably listening to like uh, Mission of Burma or some shit. I'm not trying to, no, I'm not trying to throw shade on Sean Duty. He is my little brother for real. And I know he is my, I love him so much. Uh, I, 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 I talk about him because I care. <laughs> and he's a very interesting and funny person. Uh, especially, like, we're looking out the window at Stewart's getting coffee, and we see him drive by fucking saying himself. <laughs> it's like, that is, that is something only he would do. I can't wait. We have to do the live ones soon, because we have to get him in on this. Whether or not... Yeah, yeah. But, People who've never met or dealt with Sean Duty before, it's going to be uh, it's yeah, pretty wild ass. But, I should probably ask him if he wants to do this before volunteering him, no, but no, uh, no. We'll, we'll get him. My, I'm, a, I'm, in, I'm on some other chicanery shit. I'm on some skullduggery, where we just ask him to, we just ask him to hang out. And he walks in the room, and we got the podcast shit set up. Uh, and then, well, we did that once actually. Me and Pat were making a video for something or another, and we were at our friend's house uh, at, at Nick's house. And for some reason, there was a mattress on the floor. <laughs> so we're sitting. We're all just sitting around, and uh, I forget if it was Sean Duty or somebody else. They walked in. They saw me. And Pat and a video camera pointed at a mattress. And we're like, oh, good, you're here. Get on the mattress. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. Andrew, uh, I have a question for you. 
Yeah. How was your New Year's, pal? I didn't ask you or talk to you. Oh, I did text you a little uh, New Year's. You did. You did. We'll we'll get into those. Yeah. Uh, my New Year's was actually pretty all right. Good. Um, went out for a few minutes. It was amateur hour out. You know, that was about it. Nothing crazy. What about you? Well, um, I had a party at my house. Party at my place. Where Justin was there. Justin saved the fucking party by bringing an, a seven-hour fucking uh, disk drive, like uh, uh, external hard drive. Yeah, seven-hour fucking computer thing of Beavis and Butthead, which we watched. And uh, I got drunk on a bottle, like a, a plastic bum bottle of Malibu, like really drunk. I was you drinking. Did. I know. I was drinking Malibu and Coke Zero. Because that's how I fucking, that's how corny I am. Malibu and Coke I'm Zero. going to uh, share with our, our uh, listeners the text message I got. I sent you uh, <laughs> something about, uh, I don't know, something that was going on at the party. You responded with, and there's no way to do this phonetically, so I'll, I'll do my best. Hiskaf uh, Wusu there, and then a bottle of Malibu. <laughs> yes, I took a picture of the bottle of Malibu for you, Andrew. And then, yep. and then a few moments later, what did you receive next? I, well, I responded with holy fuck, which was uh, responded to with the picture of a toilet bowl full of urine and the caption, Labat Blue, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not only did I drink Malibu, uh, but I drank many Labat Blue tall cans. Sorry, um, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. And then I did the thing that I, um, because I'm new to drinking... At 35, I know. Kill me now. If you see me on the street, just do me a favor and run me over with your fucking car. I will have a... <laughs> uh, uh, the, the note pinned to my chest will say, do not resuscitate. The note pinned to my back will say, do not prosecute. So you can do whatever you'd like. <laughs> okay? Um, run me the fuck over, please. Because what I'm about to tell you is soul-stealing. Uh, in addition to texting many women that night, uh, Justin was like, put your fucking phone down, dude. Don't text your ex-girlfriend, which I didn't do, thankfully. It used to be so much easier, like pre-cell phone, because you would have to use a uh, payphone at the bar yeah. to yeah. call people. And I remember doing this, because I'm old, old, super old. And I remember using the payphone to like, uh, call some girl in Florida. So I need a quarter. On yeah. a credit card. Oh my god! <laughs> Calling a girl in Florida on your credit card to drunk. say drunk. Yeah, like that's like a lot more work, and it like would keep you from making these sort of mistakes that were going to happen. Uh, yeah, but now, right now you have a cell phone; it's immediate. You can make the call. But now I made the fucking. Yeah. I made the the. Yeah, that's a great story, by the way. I love that shit. I'm managing young young Justin Kiss with a Yola Tango uh, shirt, fucking. Uh, well, huddled over the payphone with the credit card, being like, what do you mean? It doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> a call like 1-800-COLLECT to like, click uh, call from I think, I think her exact quote, uh, like after I called her was, I have a large bag of pills, I'm going to a party. <laughs> 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 which, is, uh, which is pretty good. That's great. Uh, if a woman said that to me, I would, I would fucking get a marriage license. Um... Okay, so after sending you that, I remember a lot of things. Uh, they're all run together because I'm not very good at drinking. I drink the Malibu really quickly. And I'm like, hey, I'm cutting it with Coke Zero, which is essentially brown water with caffeine. Yeah. So I'm getting drunk at a faster rate. And um, I decided to, I'm singing, I'm dancing. My roommate just got a girlfriend that barely knows me. So that was a really good fucking introduction, you know. Hey, your 35-and-a-half-year-old roommate is drunk on Malibu <laughs> singing fucking Swing Out Sister Break Out. Don't stop to ask. Remember that song? What the fuck? Remember that fucking song? Does anybody here listen to freestyle music? Oh, that shit is so good. And then I saw it. I do this thing where I'm dancing and I spin around. And there's a guy there named Dave the Mormon. <laughs> yeah, we don't know him by anything but Dave the Mormon. Dave the Mormon. <laughs> And I almost, apparently, I almost take out Dave the Mormon, but instead I decide to fall the other way, so I fall on the ground. That's how fucking loaded I am. <laughs> and then I'm sitting down, and I start getting real hot. Now, that's another awesome side effect of getting being drunk. You get hot. And I, uh, I am a good drunk texture, I guess. Because this was, I think it's more like, my, I have an autocorrect on my, new, on my new phone that they sent me for free, weirdly. And uh, I still think it's like a gypsy phone. I'm going to get like a $1,000 bill. But um, 
I, there's this local girl who I won't bring up. I won't say her name because she's very sweet. And she's super sweet and kind of my ideal and really nice and wants no part of me at all, as usual. <laughs> she's my crush, or she was. So what do you think I do? What do you think I do? Oh, I text, man. God, if you only knew what, 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 how big of a crush I have on you. Uh, Send. <laughs> Send! I can't believe I did that! See, that's why the payphone thing was a good idea, because you had to wade through, like, five minutes of dealing with an operator. Yeah, And pay credit phone. card numbers and, like, all sorts of stuff to try to get to the point where you're making a goddamn phone call. To phone call! Yeah. But now it's just quick text. That's, yeah, no, it's one button now. So, it be better. I mean, but I look through my phone, and maybe oh, let me grab my phone here real quick. All right, I'm going to detail to you how the the fucking circus of shame that I went through here. Um, uh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, wish I could see you. Sad face sent at sent on January first, four oh four a.m. Well done. Uh, weird, uh, weird, weird. I got a text back. Uh, well, dot dot dot. Well done. So far, so good. Uh, don't think I can drv. Uh, then an hour later, but I want to kiss. This is me texting her. This is me texting her after she's obviously shut me down and hasn't texted me back. Now that's something that that's also a tactic. A time-honored tactic that women use that I just don't... I haven't gotten yet. Like, if she doesn't text you back, she's not into you. But I don't get that, so I just keep texting. Like, especially when I'm drunk, it's like amplified. Yeah, drunk, time becomes a blur. And then no, you're yeah. like immediately, like, you can't remember when you sent the last one. Uh, at 6 a.m., I write, I know, I'm sorry. Followed by, <laughs> I should have dated you, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. like that, that is pretty much like the typical drunk text like curve there. Oh, like, my fucking Should have dated you. I'm an idiot. Oh. I'd be like, no. And did you ever hear a response? Or is that for it? not dating me because I'm fucking awesome. Clearly, I can't. I'm a fucking 35 year old man who can't hold his liquor. <laughs> no, no response ever. Can't hold his milk. Never. Oh, that's can't this. Hold my right. rum. <laughs> a girl drink. It was, I was informed many different times. By people who I barely know at the party. They're like, oh, you're drinking Malibu? You're drinking Malibu? That's a girl's drink. I was like, look, motherfucker. And I grabbed him by the shirt. No, I just kidding. I didn't do that. But I was just like, I thought it was tasty. I like I like sweet stuff, and I like stuff that tastes like coconut. So fuck off. All right. So where were we? I actually have no idea. We're having some, uh, some internet troubles <laughs> right now. Oh, well, we were talking about New Year's Eve, pal. And I was just about to say... Um, yeah, so uh, the real tragedy of this whole thing, not not, not that I had uh, a chance with this girl at all. She's she's young, she's supple, she is she is lovely, and she owns nothing to do with me, as evident by the multiple times that I've been shot down and dismissed by her. But I'm really tired. I'm really tired. We should hang out, and then no, and then we should hang. First of all, <laughs> we should hang out. Has become like the new oh I can't hang out I'm washing my hair, like it is. <laughs> it is merely a placeholder to to tell to give pathetic dudes hope while not hurting their feelings yet. <laughs> because this, uh, people are like, hey, we should hang out, and I'm like, you know, because I'm uh, I'm one. I'm not going to say I'm desperate, but uh, when a woman wants to hang out with me, I'm not going to say no. I guess even yeah. though I should. I'm like, oh, cool. So I start thinking like, oh, man, we're going to go to the Asian market. I'm going to totally take you out to the movies. <laughs> we're going to the Asian market? Yeah, that's a great first date place. But we're going to go see fun. Right. We're going to go best first date, monster trucks. Get into it. <laughs> Jesus. Monster trucks, Asian market. Um, you're going to watch VHS tapes. Whatever you want to do, you know. Honestly, Um I'm down. You know, nothing corny, nothing typical yet. I mean, corny and typical comes much later. In, Asian like, markets, that's weird. I, I actually, I applaud that. It's cool because, you know, if the date is not going well and it's boring, at least there's cool shit to look at. They sell live frogs. I mean, that's really cool. You know? I mean, it's a great idea. And, um, 
you know, and if, if the date sucks, it's only a short drive back to your house, and then I'll say goodbye. Uh, so Listen, I'm going to go to Hannaford. You, uh, I guess I'll catch you later. I'm going to go to Hannaford and uh, you know return some videotapes, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but the real tragedy of this whole thing is that, uh, whereas I go, I guess a woman would be like flattered if someone disclosed a crush, on, a long-standing crush on them. But, you think? Uh, but no, I don't think that was the case this time. <laughs> Mostly due to the delivery method, which is like a drunk text is not the most romantic thing ever. But I just want to let you all know out there that I'm still trying, man. I know some of you out there are pulling for me. I'm still trying, man. This. Uh, Did you ever send a, like a sober text the next day, being like, "Look, I was <laughs> I was really out to lunch." Even better. I sent a, a groggy, hungover text because she said something back like, <laughs> like, oh, that's really flattering. And I'm like, you know, which is, you know, just a really placating. I'm like, I just can't take it seriously because I don't know. It's text. It's fucking zero, zero dimensions, man. Mm-hmm. This is, the future sucks, you know? Like, it's zero dimensions. I, don't, I can't read you, you know? Come to my house, you know? Eat a meal in my kitchen. <laughs> damn it. God damn it. But... <laughs> You know, I just I feel like like standing on a pulpit and testifying in like a Southern Baptist church when I get on this topic because I'm like, eat a meal in my kitchen. God damn it! <laughs> Come see me. Anyway, um, what, I'm actually what, drinking you uh, leftover champagne from New Year's. Right now. I love champagne, but it's like you know. But then you got to think it's like what 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 a 24 year old girl doesn't want to watch VHS tapes with me. Weird, you know. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> How weird, you know? Like it sounds fucking creepy. It's stupid, but that's what I am, and I have to embrace it. Um, oh, you should come over. We've been watching Beavis and Butthead for yeah, seven hours now. Oh man, you know, De- men decades old watching Beavis and Butthead in a kitchen in a fucking with takeout food all around us, and maybe I didn't shower or brush my teeth today, but you know, <laughs> just. <laughs> but maybe I haven't cleaned my room in a really long time. You know, you got a texture, but like you got to love me for who I am. You got to love me for who I am. I'm not a fucking snowflake. I am who I am. God damn it. I am who I am. And if you don't like... It's like that Bonnie Raitt song, I Can't Make You Love Me. You know? Yeah, I just went there with Bonnie Raitt. Actually, funny story. Not funny. Terrible story. I was at a... (laughs) Having a heavy conversation with my ex-girlfriend at this restaurant because... What a, what a better time to initiate a really heavy conversation about the state of our relationship than after a romantic meal that I just spent $70 on. So, Good move. <laughs> but as I was talking, that song, I Can't Make You Love Me by Bonnie Raitt came on. And I said, I made something weird, postulation, fucking, you know, it just totally means something that the song came on. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, I hate myself so much. <laughs> okay, so back to the text. Let's not lose steam on that. Back to the drunk text to the girl. Oh, the there's first, more to this. Excellent. Uh, back to the drunk text. The first girl I've had a crush on in a long time who doesn't like me. Uh, and she, she's like, oh, that's sweet. I don't get the text because I'm passed out face down with my shoes on, fucking loaded. And uh, I wake up the next day in a groggy, in a groggy fucking text. I'm like, I'm like... Well, you sh- uh, she like I was like, well, you should be flattered. It's true. <laughs> further adding to, the- <laughs> oh, further adding to like the fucking creepy fire that I've built for both of us. <laughs> One day we'll sit by that creepy fire and we'll we'll roast marshmallows and talk about the old days and shit like that. Fuck, hate my life. Anyway. Anyway, does she listen to this podcast? Do we have do we have no, her as a listener? If she, no, no, probably not. I mean, but thank you for like the fucking eight hundred people who listened to it this past week. Our fucking ratings have gone through the roof. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm trying to make a fucking dollar off this shit now. <laughs> but, uh, it's funny because the first like I'll put it up and. I'll be an obsessive weirdo the first hour and be like, why are only 75 people downloading? Like, what do, what do we do wrong? I don't fucking understand. I'm such, like, a nut about this. Yeah. Like, we... Every time we're doing this, I'm, like, taking notes on, like, shit that we need to, you know... I do the same talk thing, Talk about man. or shit we need to, like, lengthen or forget. You know, all this stuff. And 
I get really super obsessive for the first hour, and then I forget. And then I come back three days later, and I'm like, oh, half a million people have listened to this. This is wild ass. <laughs> yeah. well, we've got like 20 listeners in Kuwait, which is amazing. Thank you. <sighs> oh, that's fantastic. For all my men in Kuwait, how Akbar. All right? What up? Well, Sorry, I feel you like, um, you know, we, we spent some time, well, not you and I, but, uh, but our nation spent some time in making sure Kuwait was, uh, was taken care of. They're well, taking yeah, care of us what? now. It's all right. USA, motherfucker, in memory of General Storm and Norman Schwarzkopf, who died untimely. You know, you better listen to our fucking podcast. We bailed your ass out. So. Oh man, did you? Uh, I, I bet Justin was getting real, uh, real hyphy on the conspiracy theories when, uh, when him and Bush almost fucking ate it the same day. Oh my god! That, that, yeah, that was like somebody just covering their tracks. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you, you got on that shit yeah, when Bush yeah. was dying, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Justin, yeah. Justin's yeah. nodding way, approval. For way that too one. much. Like, uh, <laughs> way too much time on those websites. He spends way too much time. Vigilantcitizen.com. V- By the way, you have a good chance to go there. Vigilantcitizen.com. Amazing. Perfect. Um, I'm going there right now. Wow. Don't turn into a, don't turn turn into a conspiracy weirdo right now. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, this this show is going to end up being uh, like fucking like Art Bell pretty in a few weeks. Right? <laughs> Talk about the Illuminati. Well, uh, and then like, two two episodes from now, I'll be like, isn't it funny? No, hear me out, dude. Isn't it weird? Isn't this it too much? Video? From all this four Rihanna. perspectives, you can see this flash before the plane hits the tower. <laughs> what Rihanna. is it? This yeah, yes. They're obviously setting off charges, man. Like, you know, yes. <laughs> yeah. Any of you listening out there, fucking some song told you that this shit was a conspiracy. Fucking just rub your eyes, man. All right, this shit is fucking. That's all this shit's out to lunch, and it makes me. It doesn't make me mad. It just makes me annoyed. You know what I mean? Well, I I, I, uh, I will always stand by the person who says they saw the Mothman on nine eleven in New York. <laughs> I will I will always back that person. It's not a problem. You know, great. Honestly, stand by weirdos like that. Honestly, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, not no not uh, not uh, no no. No. It's <laughs> no. like I just want to be <laughs> no. I just want to be like yeah we know you know like ugh, it's just like. Every dude, you know, dude near my fucking job, right? Hanging up a 9-11 was an inside job on the fucking light pole on the way into work. It's like, you're going to your shitty fight. You, my, my, you, our money's printed in the same place, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Another thing, you know, that is something that people have been freaking out about. Oh, my God, there's so much money, less money in my paycheck this week. It's like, yo, man, it's like 2%. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, okay. This fucking, this fucking Obama... No, yeah, you know, yeah, we got a, there's a fucking coon in the White House stealing my money now, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh Jesus my god, Christ. did you see, if anyone listening hadn't had a chance to read it, they, uh, I think Gawker put up the yeah. best racist tweets about Obama on, uh, yeah. on election we, night. <laughs> so that Woo! the night of, man. Oh man, oh Try man. Because it was during a football, during a Patriots football game. <laughs> that was amazing. All you so fucking was. Patriots oh, fans. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you fucking Patriots fans out there are mutants, alright? You all live in the woods in Massachusetts, you suck. <laughs> You're all from like, where is that, where is that spot we played at in, uh... We played at, right? We're an English major, four years, paid for college. Um, where's that spot we played in uh, Connecticut where the dudes did like a Gigi Allen cover and I loved it? But I kept playing Grand Theft Auto because I was so bored. Remember that time? <laughs> it was like a bombed out man, fucking where shirt. where the fuck was that? I don't know, man. But it was, you remember that, right? And it was Yeah, that was a straight up freezing. sticks. That was bad. And I remember it was freezing. And my girlfriend at the time's father called me. And I was trying to pretend I wasn't outside freezing at a show. Like, <laughs> oh no, I'm in front of the computer doing hard work. Updating my resume. <laughs> I'm updating my LinkedIn profile and my resume, of course. I'm, oh no, sir, I'm not playing in fucking, in a podunk in Connecticut for no money, wearing a thrift store fucking bus driver's jacket. I'm not doing drive-by for the yard. Dirty, dirty. I know. When I play Grand Theft Auto, my challenge is not to finish the mission. My challenge is to be a good driver. (laughs) I love playing Grand Theft Auto on PlayStation 2, but I like following the rules, man. Because that shit's harder than anything. That shit's harder than robbing a fucking bank. That shit's harder than trying to find the sex scene. 
Because if you try to drive, because you call, they want you to crash into cars and shit. But if you get that nice sedan, like the gray sedan with the four doors, and you just try to drive behind people and shit, it's easy. It's really hard, man. It's not even easy. I, I end up freaking out. Oh, shit. It's hard to pull off. Justin just dropped his computer in the recycling bin just to keep you updated on what's going on. But our tradition... Uh, but the, the good thing, our tradition on Sunday, I drink an entire case, 12 cans of Coke Zero, while watching football. And, uh, and I that's just... That's wild, ass. But my, like in your Christ. defense, that's like 8 to 10 straight hours of football. So yeah, it's like, like 10 straight hours. So that's like a can an hour. Yeah. But it isn't really a can an hour, because in the first 45 minutes, I have consumed <laughs> those 12 cans. And my liver is like, my liver is like Roberto Duran, like no moss. Yeah. <laughs> also, you like insist on standing up for like the first five minutes of any Seahawks game. I, <laughs> did you hear that? I insist on standing up for the first five minutes of any Seahawks game because <laughs> I am such a nervous motherfucker. You should uh, stand in front of a perfectly comfortable recliner. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like pacing. This Sunday, by the way, RG three versus RW three. Seahawks are going to win. Seahawks are going to win in Washington. No sweat. I'm fucking annoyed uh, at RG3 just for the one reason that Tim Tebow was doing such a good job at being a piece of shit and convincing everyone that college football doesn't mean fucking anything in the NFL. And then then this dude comes along as a rookie and suddenly is fucking is actually playing really well. Like, Tim Tebow really fucking cornered the market on being a fucking shitty hick that realized that everyone at the NFL is fucking 10 inches taller than anyone in college. <laughs> exactly. It's fucking it's a shame. Now, during the headlines. I mean, I loved watching... That's why I loved watching that fucking 49ers game. Because although Russell Wilson's a, a rookie, he's not like a prized rookie, all right? Let's be real. The dude's short. He was a third-round pick. He's really good at what he does. But that fucking dude, Colin Kaepernick, right? He looked like a deer in the headlights when he was playing... And, and it showed, yep. because he played like dog shit. And I hope he dies. <laughs> Just saying. It's not a death threat. Yeah. I that mean, was fucking you, insane. But they, the, they played the way that I fucking wish the Giants would have played this season. I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I, it's an anomaly, believe me. Because next year we'll go fucking... We'll win one game. But... Because that's the Seahawks' way. If anybody out there is a Seahawks fan, <laughs> that's the Seahawks' way. We're the team that started ju- fucking John Kitna for four years and didn't blink. So I mean we've got we've got a lot of growing up to do as a franchise. If we win this year, though, we have to do a post Super Bowl podcast where you will just have like a video of me fucking crying because I will, I will be in I will, I will be in this room. <laughs> oh yeah, with that the Seahawks even make it to the Super Bowl. I'm just setting up like a camera in the living room filming you I, for the please entire do. time. Please do. <laughs> like every I was going to say if the Super, if the Seahawks make it to the Super Bowl, yeah, I'm, yeah. we're going to do Super a live Bowl. podcast yeah. then. Like I'm going to go up and I'm gonna, we're going to do the fourth Seahawks, quarter podcast. My last Seahawks Super Bowl experience was the worst. <laughs> the only Super Bowl. The only, Super Bowl. yeah. Not like, oh, yeah, the fifth well. Super Bowl is yeah. better. No, yeah. the one time they made it to the Super Bowl, not besides wanting to put a fucking gun in my mouth, which I probably should have, uh, I was, um, it, always, it always ties back into a sex story, because when you're with 52 women, I mean, come on. I'm not saying, I mean, really, I mean, come on, man. When you're with 52 babes, dude, uh, you forget their fucking names. I should, I should you know, for uh, like... For Valentine's Day, if we do a Valentine's Day podcast, I should rattle off all their names. You know, Google. Oh wow! Because <laughs> I did make. A, I was bored at work one day and I made a list. Fifty-two. Um, so were there um, a lot of like nervous girls out there like, that podcast will actually take place? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, right now, that's a, Justin made a good point. Right now, I just put about thirty girls on Front Street listening to this. They're like, "Don't mention my name." <laughs> oh my god! I just said, I, I can't believe. I, 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 I just had. Se- I can't believe I had sex with a. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want. I don't want the world to know. All right, here's the deal. Overnight Drive Podcast at Gmail dot com. If you don't want your name listed, if you yeah, want that please. shit redacted, Overnight Drive Podcast at Gmail dot com. Yes, if you don't want, if you don't want the world to know that you you fucked a guy who looks like Haystacks the rapper. Um, <laughs> Oh man! So uh, yeah, I mean that's you know that's it. Oh, but what was I saying about how did I tie that? Now? Oh yeah, the Super Bowl. Uh, back to the Super Bowl. The Seahawks lost, and then I uh, got an hour after that. This girl that I had slept with twice, 
and only twice because I was really bad both times, <laughs> uh, called me and said, hey, you know, I knew you were probably watching the game, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk to you in a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, what's going on? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, well, I'm late. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So not only did my favorite fucking team just get hosed in the Super Bowl, an hour later I get called with a prego scare. And she wants to keep the baby if it happens. Life flashing. Holy fuck. Like life flashing in a neon red life sign flashing in front of my eyes like life, life. Life, like, this is your life. And I'm like, you know, fucking my old assistant principal comes into view and is like, you should really, you know, do something with your life. You should join the fucking army, shit like that, you know. Thankfully, I've never been so happy to hear about somebody bleeding in my entire life. Thank God. Jesus I found Christ. out, right? I found out when I was working at uh, this record store on AIM. She told me on AIM, which is a classy move, right? Oh, you'll never guess what happened. I started bleeding. Thank God. Oh, a jubilation. I go downstairs, and my man JJ is working. Jason Jetty. And uh, he's like, yeah, well, sometimes women who are pregnant have one last period before they're pregnant. And I was like, oh, don't fucking tell me that, fucking Dr. Spock. Just be like, fuck you. Yeah, I was like, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> I probably lost 10 pounds. I was... That is the most nervous I've ever been in my entire life. I've seen you get nervous for, like, long periods of time. We lived together in a fucking van for 30 days. I've seen you get nervous for days at a time over shit that's not even a problem. So that must have been really bad. Right. I I mean, I like to think I progressed. But funny thing is, the, the time we were in West Virginia with one break... And I used the cruise control on the fucking downhill. I set the cruise control as an engine brake because we had no brakes. I was not nervous at all. And meanwhile, every, meanwhile, literally, Patrick is like hugging his backpack. Well, all those dudes were asleep. That was the <laughs> thing. Like that was. They're all asleep. Oh, yeah, we're right. going down the a fucking sixty percent grade at eighty miles an hour with a, like a ninety degree turn coming towards it. Just nothing but clouds beyond it. I remember you and I held hands as we went and down. I, oh, and I, fucking nothing. It was just, we did. <laughs> like this is it. We held hands, and I'm like, I'm like, well, I'm thinking, I'm like, well, what would my dad do because he's a truck driver? I'm like, well, <laughs> he'd probably fucking crash the fucking truck. So I don't know what to do. So I'm thinking, what would I do? And then I think of, you know, the, the souls in my, the souls that are in my hands driving that piece of sh- fucking shit van, which we loved. John Van Urgen, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> we, uh, I was like, well, fuck it, you know. Uh, if you can set the, uh, if you can set the cruise control to go fast, you can also set it to go slow as hell. So I set the fucking cruise control at, like, the five miles an hour we're fucking driving at. Like, I am, I have the brakes to the floor, the brake, the brake, the calipers, the calipers, the brake housing is, there's no pad left. It's rubbing against the disc yeah. and scraping the disc to slow it down. So I said it's to slow us down to about 10 miles an hour and then set the cruise control. And the cruise control is like, <laughs> like it wants to slip out because the van's trying to move fast. So actually, I actually made it so that the, the engine was fighting the van to slow down. And I was like, oh shit, this is working finally. The, that's the only reason we survived. Like, honestly, that was 2005, <laughs> down, maybe I, uh, 2006. And to this, it's 2013 right yeah. now. Still one of the top five scariest moments of my life. And everyone else fucking sleeps through it. They, everyone wakes up like, oh, what's... You want me to drive? Uh, remember the, <laughs> the, Bob, yep. the Bobcat woke up and we were listening to, listening to Kiss. And he's like, oh, I hate Kiss. <laughs> Like, oh, oh, the bobcat. The bobcat. I love the bobcat, man. Um, we came full circle in this podcast and only hit half of the notes that we were supposed to hit. That's, that's, uh, you know, that's pretty good. Uh, Overnight Drive Volume Six is gonna take a, take you even higher, man. Speaking of mm-hmm. speaking of higher, I was completely sober for this podcast. So if you didn't like the last podcast because I was being a loud, obnoxious asshole. I'm much more calm this time. So, <laughs> real change. Are you? Are you? Am I? Am I? Well, this is who I am, man. And for all you women out there, this is who I am. Come have dinner in my fucking kitchen. <laughs> Eat in my kitchen. Don't text me. Come find Come me. Come find me. I'll take you to Sizzler. <laughs> we'll go out to Sizzler. I'll take you Holy to Sizzler. Holy crap. Ponderosa. 
Um, so, Andrew, what do you have to plug? I know you're going on going on a little mini tour, yeah, a little weekend. Yeah, yeah. We got um, January 11th in Brooklyn, um, January 12th in Boston, January 13th in Burlington. Uh, I will be playing music in those towns. I will uh, post info to the Tumblr once I have it this week. And uh, if you're out and about and you want to come down, it's it's cool. You're allowed. You're allowed, even though it's at like a zine library and you're gonna feel like you're not allowed. You're allowed. Yeah, have fun playing the fucking songs I wrote, dude. Fucking assholes. I I think we're out of the songs you wrote. Time. Although you don't, play, look, Jenny, you don't play Jenny Lee anymore. No, no Jenny Lee. Oh, we're, geez, uh, I think we're past it. I'll find the set list. I'll yeah, see. I'll, I'm going to find the set list. I'm going to star the songs that you wrote. Talk to my publishing company, man. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Make sure the publishing's in check. No, I don't care. I don't. For all you, for all you fucking muck TMZ fucking muckrakers out there, I say that in uh, pure jest. I really don't give a fuck at all. So, um, I'm going to get a real hostile email later on from somebody, some some well, rando. Oh, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know you didn't play any of those songs anymore. What the fuck? Um, I. Uh, <laughs> in contrast, I have precious little to plug uh, in life and in love. I have. Never have that much to plug. Um, uh, you, uh, I am uh, crafting a dispensary of creative items called youlooksad.com. Uh, when you go there, it's not much now. It's a, it's a collection of videos, a uh, collection of photographs. I'm looking for submissions. If you'd like to write something, no matter how bad or good, you can uh, certainly get in touch with me via youlooksad.com. Youlooksad.com. Um, I've been currently making uh, a lot of... I got a new phone that you can plug a uh, audio cable into. So I've been making a lot more prank phone calls lately. So I hope to, pub- <laughs> I hope to publish some of those soon. Uh, at one time, I had a landline. In, when I first moved into the, the house I live in now, I had a landline phone specifically to make prank phone calls. So that's how much I love making pranks. Um, uh, um, Started when I was a child, and I asked the local newscaster Bill Raffle on a uh, on a local television talk show if he had a boner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have it on VHS tape, actually. We should we should intersperse it in the uh, in the video podcast. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, overnight drive uh, six or seven. We should definitely do that. Anyway, hey, uh, thank you all for listening very much to uh, this podcast. I hope it was better than the last one. Uh, I had my doubts, but. Um, Thank you. I managed to not tell too many stories of woe. I think as we reflect on this podcast, uh, what would you take away from this podcast, Andrew? I'm, I'm not going to drunk text anyone for a minute. I think you scared that right yeah, out of me. <laughs> I think that's the lesson to be learned is the payphone thing. Pay like, phone. You yeah, payphone. text from payphone. Get that app that well, makes you have to do math before you make a drunk phone call. Oh, yeah. I couldn't do that sober. No. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, it was a lot of work. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fucking great story. Like, huddle over a payphone with a credit card. Yeah. Like, oh, what do you mean you don't accept the no, charges? No, because it's oh. from the goddamn bar that you're making the payphone. Yeah, from the bar. So you can't even hear anywhere. Yeah, no, no, it's terrible. Bar. Terrible. <laughs> Life is I miss you. I miss you. Uh, so uh, I guess that's it. I On think that's that. This is uh, this overnight drive. Uh, on behalf of Justin Kiss and myself, this has been Overnight Drive. And hey, yeah, oh yeah, here we are. Does anybody have a <laughs> Does anyone have a condom? <laughs> uh, you can uh. go to overnightdrive.com, overnightdrive.com slash ask if you want to uh, get in on the fun and ask a question. Uh, uh, we have oh, I, didn't, I don't know if I told you. I don't know if you looked at the email. We uh, we were Stitcher approved, so we're Stitch, on Stitcher what? now. What's Stitcher? Stitcher is if you are like the guy who wrote in this week and you're like a tinfoil hat weirdo about iTunes and you feel like uh, they're controlling you or <laughs> like like there's, gave, there's something weird about making money off of being a, a music yeah, distribution I, site, I gave, then I hit, you go to Stitcher I hit, instead. I hit him with a cool story, bro. Yeah, I, I saw that. Uh, so yeah, if you're freaking out about iTunes, real cool, occupy some shit and uh, you can go to Stitcher. Uh, for everyone else, go to iTunes um, or go to each, whichever one. I don't care. When you go, or, leave a review if you can. It helps us do our thing. Um, Twitter.com, overnight underscore drive. <laughs> yeah. um, 
I think that's it as far as our uh, our social media stuff. Uh, iTunes. I, oh, Facebook. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Facebook. Facebook.com slash Overnight Drive. Any one of these places will will bring you to us. Bring you to And I know you want to be... After after these stories, I know you definitely want to be closer to us. you got to sure. get close. you got to get close. Andrew, you promised me, like, three podcasts to go. What's up? Like many things in my life, it's just running a little behind schedule. It's all right. <laughs> okay, good. I just want to make sure you didn't forget, bro. Uh, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'll make it work. I'm uh, um, I'm in the middle of negotiations with certain parties, and we will uh, we'll reach an agreement shortly. <laughs> oh, good, great, good. <laughs> I, 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 no doubt involves uh, money being exchanged and transferred. There may be money being exchanged, or I might just I might be cleaning somebody's house. You know, that's. <laughs> It's a well, barter universe. Craigslist has really know, blown the door wide open as far as barter. You know, bartering uh, housework for in exchange for sex, uh, for fucking one of your friends, is what friendship really is all about. I would agree with that. Okay, your cabinets are—they're all aligned. Everything's plumb. Looks like you should be all good. You know, yeah, everything's real plumb. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you go uh, touch my friend's balls? <laughs> there we go. All right. Thanks for listening. We will be back next week with episode six. Holy shit. It's been like a yeah. month since we started doing it. It feels like a I'm goddamn a- year since we started doing this podcast. It does. It feels like an eternity, uh, uh, which, in a good way. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, hard to, uh, it's hard to keep up, but when it happens and we gel together. and uh, I feel close. I feel like we're holding hands on a 60% braid heading towards oblivion. It's... <laughs> Heading towards a murky oblivion, dying in West Virginia, uh, as I've always dreamt. <laughs> good night, uh, good night, everyone. Good night. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.